1: Wednesday, April 12th, Ian Cameron, Alex B. Smith, three days left and counting in the NHL uh, regular season as the uh, playoff picture certainly got a lot clearer uh, last night uh, after a busy Tuesday night in the NHL, highlighted by, of course, our BetCast, which was once again, as it always is, a lot of fun. And Of course, it can only be fun if we get people stepping up and in, joining us live on the BetCast, and we once again got that. Uh, last night so we appreciate everybody joining us last night uh, on that uh, ice guys betcast and again while that was the final regular season betcast don't you worry we've got plenty coming up in the stanley cup playoffs and we can already announce that our first stanley cup playoffs betcast night will be next tuesday uh, april the 18th at 7 p.m eastern time so we're looking forward to that uh, playoff betcast only probably three or four games max coming up on Tuesday night, so we really get to hone in on just a select few games and really, I think, maybe give us an even better opportunity as far as making live bets. So uh, we're looking forward to the first playoff of uh, BetCast next Tuesday uh, for sure. Uh, as far as the uh, games on the ice are concerned last night, uh, we'll get to the headliner at the end, and you know who that is, but we will uh, start with uh, some of the other results we saw uh, last night. Uh, just quickly, Philly 4-3 over Columbus. Good to see that. As, uh, two of the three bets hit for me in that game with the Flyer team total over and the uh, best bet for the show uh, over 6.5. With the Jackets, Flyers also cashes in. Uh, Alex and I also were on Carolina first period puck line. Uh, they rolled to a pretty solid, you know, sweat-free 4-1 to victory uh, over the Detroit Red Wings who kind of look like they are on their last legs and kind of mailing it in here down the stretch of the regular season, the Boston Bruins, they get not only the single season wins record, but also the single season points record with their five to two victory over the uh, Washington capitals last night. There was some fear about a potential injury for Linus Allmark, but precautionary measures he was taken out of the game. uh, And it doesn't look like it is going to be anything significant regarding his status moving forward. Uh, New Jersey officially eliminates the uh, Buffalo Sabres with a 6-2 to two victory uh, last night. So Buffalo's playoff hopes, whatever slim ones they were, uh, come to an end. But uh, the big highlight for us, certainly, uh, in that game was the uh, Jack Hughes' last goal. Yeah. And, uh, really, I only bet because Alex mentioned it, but it made a ton of sense, so I bet it too. Uh, a plus 850 for him to score the uh, last goal, and really, it saved the night. Uh, the hit, for him scoring a goal, I also had that, but... I'm really thankful we got the goal prop and the last goal prop on Jack Hughes because those are the only two props that cashed for him. The over one and a half points did not cash. You only had the one point on that empty net goal. Over three and a half shots on goal, which I really liked, that didn't cash. You only had two last night uh, in the game. So it was really good to see uh, that hit. And k- kudos to you, Alex. Just uh, a remarkable call,
0: plus 850 last goal, and a huge plus price winner right there. Yeah, uh, Thank you. I mean, like I said, you know – in this show, and we talked about it and having, you know, the bet cast, and, but even, to you know, the daily show, it's it's all for us to help us, you know, kind of think out loud and, and put things together. And and when you talked about Jack Hughes and the records that he was approaching, it, it just, the light bulb clicked. I said, oh, well, you know, maybe a last goal would be worth something worth sprinkling on because of the fact that, okay, he needed one point to get the record for the team. He needed four to get to 100. So and I thought it was maybe he has a bad night. And there's a chance late and they give him a, a chance to get the goal or he has a great night. And let's say he's got a goal and two assists already. Now he's looking for 100. Maybe he you know, be on the ice for the empty net goal. So there were a bunch of scenarios that clicked in my head that, you know, said, oh, that, that makes sense. Now, we got lucky the way it cashed because Buffalo had no reason to pull their goalie again after being down five, two. So we're very fortunate, thankful for that. But uh like I said, it it just all kind of made sense. You know, when we you know talk out loud and and brainstorm together, you know things like this happen, and that's what the the success of the bet cast was all last night, and certainly even the the play uh, pregame.
1: That that was just a, a wonderful moment for sure, uh, with the uh, Jack Hughes last goal prop uh, cashing in there. Uh, we saw, of course, last night Winnipeg with the uh, three to one victory uh, over the uh, Minnesota Wild, clinching their spot. Uh, in the uh, playoffs, getting the final wild card spot in the West. And I like the way they, they they took their care of their business last night. They were ready to go from the opening puck drop. They didn't want to leave it to chance. I know they only needed one point, but they said, we're not risking it tonight. We're getting this done. They brought that workmanlike effort from the beginning. And right from the start, you could tell that was a team that was hoping to get two points in Minnesota. A team that was really desperately wanting to get two points in Winnipeg, and that ended up being the uh, difference there. Uh, very, very feisty game. Uh, it got a little nasty and heated toward the end. Multiple, of course, fights. You saw Hartman and Dylan uh, going at it. When obviously Hartman is having a hearing, by the way, uh, with the uh, National Hockey League for his uh, hit last night in that uh, game. So keep an eye on that. Will there be any suspensions coming? Usually, when they have an in-person hearing, you know that's usually not good news for yeah. the perpetrator. Uh, And in this case, that's uh, Ryan Hartman. So Hartman got into a fight there with Dylan, and it ended up with uh, Winnipeg already had sealed the game uh, with 30 seconds to go. Ryan Reeves put out on the ice by uh, Dean Evason, say what you will, whether that's right or wrong, but he did. uh, And he ended up going with uh, Adam Lowry, who made one hell of an account of himself in that fight. Very, very impressive. But I think people forget he's a big boy, uh, very, very tough in his own right, and he held his own against a very dangerous hombre, uh, in Ryan Reeves last night. And then Rick bonus was not too thrilled that Dean Evason uh, put Ryan Reeves out on the ice. That <laughs> was the game. And he was uh, letting them hear about it uh, on the bench and uh, not thrilled that Reeves was put out there for that last fight. Uh, and then Dean Evason's just taking it all in. He wasn't really shouting back at Rick bonus. He was just listening to Rick bonus yelling at him and he just shrugs his shoulders, just stares at him and then does the old, come on. And just once, like all you know, right, <laughs> you want a piece of me, and I'll tell you what Rick Bonus doesn't want a piece of that. I'll tell you that right now. Not at all. That would not be a fair fight. <laughs> I, mean, I know Rick Bonus is uh, he, you know, he's got a lot of emotion and intensity in him. Don't I, No question. But you do not want to match up with Dean Evason in, in, in a one-on-one fight, physical confrontation. Yeah. That's just not going to end up going well uh, for uh, Rick Bonus. And if anyone remembers Dean Evason, and I do. A little bit back from his playing days. He was a tough bastard, and you do not want any piece of him, especially uh, Rick Bonus there. So I know uh, Rick Bonus, uh, I like uh, that he just, eh, after that little maneuver there by Dean Evison, uh, let's put an end to that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like I said, uh, you know, Dean Emerson was a tough customer on the ice in his day. He had exactly a thousand minutes in penalties uh, in the NHL. And, you know, I mean, the guy punches his assistant coaches when they win for fun. So you, <laughs> you know, like he wants a, uh wants to smoke against any other coach. Oh, and no, he has he, the eyes of an murderer when he stares into yeah. space.
1: You really want to mess with that? Yeah, yeah. He
0: he would relish the opportunity for somebody to come over that over that glass for sure. So <laughs> yeah, it was a, it was a funny moment for sure, definitely.
1: Yeah, it sure was. And uh, Winnipeg, uh, they are definitely smiling for another reason, of course, uh, with that uh, win punching their playoff ticket. Edmonton in a really good game. Don't be fooled by the 2-1 to final score. It was very entertaining. It was very well played, very even, uh, back and forth. Great goaltending from both Stu Skinner and uh, Alexander Georgiev. But a power play ends up being the difference. And uh, you just can't give Edmonton a power play, especially in overtime when it leads to four-on-three And I picked up on that because I took, uh, during the BetCast, Edmonton plus 160 to win in overtime last night once they got that power play. And uh, Evan Bouchard, with a blast from the point, ends it and gives the Oilers a 2-1 to win. Another great win. They continue to roll along and they continue to cement my thinking that Edmonton has got a very real shot to make a deep run this year in the uh, Western Conference. I just love everything about their game right now. You know, the offense is always dangerous, but I like what they're doing at the other end more than anything. They're defending. I think Darnell Nurse play has picked up significantly. I think playing with Eckholm has been a large part of that. Ekholm's just been amazing, just been absolutely what Edmonton needed. Stuart Skinner has been the goaltender that Mike Smith and Miko Koskinen were not on a consistent basis. So, yeah, it's all good for the Oilers heading into the playoffs. Their game is right where they want it to be. Uh, As we get into uh, next week, we saw Vancouver beat Anaheim 3-2. Vegas beat Seattle 4-1. That was a good spot for Vegas. They ended up getting the job done. But we wrap up with, obviously, the stunner of the night. Um, And just an unbelievably awful defeat. Embarrassing loss. uh, Unacceptable. You know, whatever words you want to use. The Pittsburgh Penguins uh, losing 5-2 to the Chicago Blackhawks on home ice. What was Chicago? 1-11? in their last 12 games going into Mm -hmm. last night, it was something like that. And somehow the Pittsburgh Penguins with a gift given to them by the New York Islanders for, you know, spitting the bit against Washington uh, in their previous game, gave control of Pittsburgh's playoff destiny right back to the Penguins. And the Penguins said, we don't want to take care of business. We really don't want to make the playoffs that much. Here you go. Islanders. It's in your control again. Uh, After that uh, loss last night, um, brutal stuff. Um, Look, I think, There was a lot of things that were good about Pittsburgh's game and the fact that they carried the play. They did have, and in the third period, they were really swarming Chicago. But at the end of the day, if you're going to win uh, games like that, you've got to somehow get to the middle part of the ice, you know, the slot area. You've got to get traffic in front of Peter Morozik. You've got to be able to get to those loose pucks and those rebounds right in front of the goal crease. And too often, Pittsburgh didn't get to those pucks last night. That ended up being the difference. They had their chances, but there wasn't enough of that type of play out of the Pittsburgh Penguins, being able to cash in on all those loose pucks in front of the net. When they did give Chicago credit, they collapsed in front of the net. Uh, And Peter Morozik, to his credit, for as bad a season as he's been and all the groin injuries he's had, one of his best performances, hands down, uh, of the season last night. And just an absolutely uh, hurtful, gut-wrenching, painful loss for the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins, which now puts them in the unfortunate position of hoping like hell the New York Islanders lose in regulation tonight to the Montreal Canadiens, which maybe is possible after what we saw from the Islanders against Washington. But that's what it's going to take for Pittsburgh to stay alive and have their seasons uh, keep going past tonight. They need a Montreal regulation win, even just one point from the New York Islanders tonight. put the islanders in the playoffs and put pittsburgh out so that is um a dubious ask for the uh, pittsburgh penguins needing that uh to come to fruition and not only that but even with montreal winning in regulation tonight pittsburgh still got to go to columbus and beat the blue jackets you know on thursday night to get in and after seeing them lose at home to chicago last night you don't rule anything out at this point when it comes to uh, pittsburgh but alex that was a uh, very, very tough, painful loss. And uh, I thought Evgeny Malkin summed it up. He had a great post-game statement to the media. He says, I always play hard. This team plays hard. That's not the issue. But it's a younger generation. You know, it's, uh, there's a younger generation coming through the NHL uh, right now. And he kind of hinted at the fact that, you know, we're an older roster. We're not able to just keep up as much with some of these other teams in the national oculine. I think it was kind of a shot, too, at the GM, if you ask me with that statement today. That, hey, you know, we we basically kept this older core that just uh, just can't get it done as much on a consistent basis, and can't find those critical goals as much as they once did.
0: Yeah, and that's pretty confusing because. How can Evgeny Malkin really take shots at Hextall for not making this team younger? When if he wanted to make the team younger, you wouldn't be there, Evgeny Malkin. Neither would Chris Latang resign for another seven yeah. years until he could be playing until he's forty-two. Like, yeah, I, you I guys quite... all wanted
1: to stay together and make one last run at the Cup here this year. Right. Now you're all of a sudden saying, "Oh, we should have been a younger team."
0: Come yeah. On. So yeah, we're, yeah, you're right. They should on. have been a younger yeah. team, and you guys shouldn't have been there. Like that. Yeah. That you can't have it both ways. Like that. That's kind of weird. If you're not calling anybody out that's younger on your team, but you're saying. You you should have been younger Then what's the issue there. Like, like he's pointing in the mirror and, and, and yelling basically. So I, uh, you know, Pittsburgh, they like said they kind of, they made their own bed and now they're lying in it. And uh, they've got an uphill climb, which shouldn't be an uphill climb. You know, uh you know, Montreal, of course, like I said, they've been feisty in the Islanders. You don't know what you're getting from them. They're a coin flip team. They should have put the screws to Washington and they didn't. So it's not a guarantee that they put the screws to the, to the habs here. Uh, and then you have your rivals who are, you know, literally you know, setting tee times uh, as we speak, getting ready for for the offseason coming in. The, you know, it, it's it's crazy to think that this Pittsburgh team is going to miss the playoffs in this fashion. I thought this team was going to be a fringe contender, possibly missing out because of the fact that they were an old team, and we've seen you know the inconsistency in the goaltending and all the injury issues not over the years. Uh, but for it to end in this fashion is a bit shocking. Like I said, you know, not beating teams that you should and, and teams that are literally just trying to to, uh, to tank in the sense of the Hawks. But they just couldn't put – it wasn't that the Hawks, you know, pressed and played this great game. Pittsburgh never did anything to put it away. When the Hawks were playing kind of slow and a team like Minnesota the night before could take advantage of those, uh, instances. Pittsburgh could. And that's the thing. And it's just like they just don't have enough steam, enough energy. Uh, and clearly, based on what Malkin said, enough youth to to make this deep of a run now and except when you're playing this important hockey now it takes a lot out of your legs if if you get into the uh the playoffs to playing in that first round and second round yeah it's uh
1: i can't believe we're here to, today on this wednesday show saying pittsburgh lost to chicago at home last night Plus, yeah, minus great. 550 is where they closed by the way sure. as yep. favorites last night so if i need I, I shouldn't need any more uh you know ammunition uh, to prove to people don't ever lay minus my, 550 uh, in an NHL game uh, yeah. and last night was just yeah. more evidence. Don't ever do it. I don't care yeah. how much it looks like a cinch yeah. for uh, a team to win a certain game. It's not worth it. And a lot of times in this sport, especially you, you'll see the big upset end yeah. up happening. And we saw that last night uh, with the uh, Chicago Blackhawks. Don't do it. Don't ever lay minus 550 uh, in this sport. That was proof proven again last night. All right, let's go to the Wednesday card. We got three games. We'll start with the Montreal Canadiens and the New York Islanders. Uh, this is, oddly enough, the only game not on TNT tonight. And it's probably the most significant game when it comes to playoff uh, implications. But uh, this game is uh, not the TNT doubleheader. It's the other two games that we will get to. Uh, the Islanders minus 350 home favorites, five and a half the total uh, in this one. Um, you know, the New York Islanders, as Alex said, as I said, should win this game. They're, they're the better team than Montreal. Montreal is absolutely gutted right now, Still with their lineup being completely depleted, shorthanded with, you know, Jay, uh, Kirby Dock and Josh Anderson, Belzeal, Dvorak, Caden Gooley, David Savard, Cole Caulfield, uh, Slavkovsky, Jack High, uh, all out of the lineup. But the the guys that are still in there right now for the Montreal Canadiens, um, you know, they've played hard. They haven't always played well. Uh, defensively, they've still had issues, but they, they've played hard. There's no doubt. And, uh, you know, they were good enough to beat Washington 6-2. The Islanders couldn't beat Washington. So you have to factor that in. But unfortunately with Montreal, they've had a couple of these rise up moments, shocking Tampa Bay, three to two, pummeling Columbus, eight to two, beating Washington, six to two, but they've also had some rough nights, real rough nights too. nine, five loss to Florida, five, two loss to Florida, three, nothing shutout loss to uh, Carolina, five, nothing shutout loss to Detroit. And then Saturday night, they just weren't even in the game uh, against Toronto, losing seven to one to the Leafs. So you just don't really know what you're going to get out of Montreal either, and especially with this depleted, uh, short-handed roster uh, that they have at their uh, disposal. But uh, you know, to me, um, this is one where I'm going to just for a couple of bucks here go with the, the the dog draw split. I saw enough holes and enough worries about the Islanders the other night that you know I think they're definitely a tad overvalued here at minus three fifty uh, as home favorites, and especially when you look at series history between these two teams. Last four meetings dating back to last February, uh, it was a 3-2 Montreal win in a shootout in February last year against this Islanders team in this building. It was 3-0 Islanders in Montreal. It was a 2-1 home win for the Islanders against Montreal in January of this season. And then the last meeting, Montreal won at home in overtime against the Islanders 4-3. So these have not been easy head-to-head matchups for the New York Islanders by any stretch of the imagination and keep in mind, this is a team that offensively one night they'll score a bunch and next night they'll get shut down. And, you know, and it looks like they're still going to be without uh, Matthew Barzell for uh, an indefinite period of time. They were hoping maybe to get him back for the end of the regular season. The hope is that he returns for the uh, playoffs. If they get there, of course, all they need now is one point. There's no excuse. Now you got to get this done. If you're the Islanders, you got to find your way to get at least one point out of this game. But again, must uh, could what should win and uh doesn't always mean they will and should get a point doesn't mean they always will so again that's a and you look at this series history montreal has consistently been a tough tough out for the uh, new york islanders so what i'm going to do is i'm going to just do a tiny little sprinkle on the plus 305 that i can get with the uh, montreal money line but more than that i like the draw the draw is the uh superior play uh for me in this game we had we did see overtime in the game in Montreal between these two teams in February. The game here in Belmont Park in January, like I said, that did not go to overtime, but it was 2-1 to one for the Islanders. It was that close to going to overtime. So the draw is definitely live in this game. Uh, I don't think it's going to, it could be a blowout. Montreal certainly could roll, or sorry, the Islanders, I should say, could roll uh, in this game, no doubt, because we've seen Toronto, uh, Montreal have some real bad games lately. The 7-1 loss to Toronto, the 5 nothing loss to Detroit, but I just don't know if the Islanders have it in them to win decisively. And I think there's going to be some element, um, Alex. And the one thing about Marty San Luis, a bit of a motivator, you know, to come in here and say, hey, let's just go out there. Let's play loose. Let's have fun. Let's play free and easy hockey. And let's see if maybe we can uh, make pull an upset here and really make this team work for it and sweat tonight. I think that's going to be the mantra from Marty San Luis. So the draw at plus 440 at FanDuel. I'm definitely not passing that up. Alex, uh, Canadians, Islanders.
0: Yeah, that, that's my only play here is the draw, and, and that's an incredible price, especially when you talk about serious history. These are two teams that play tight just in general, but especially against one another, two of the last four meetings going to OT. Uh, and like I said, you know, the Islanders, if they play the style of hockey they want to play, it doesn't mean they're going to win the game five to two, right? That, I mean, just their natural inclination is to you know get three goals and, and wear you down physically, play well defensively. Uh, so even if they're doing things right, it's still looking at low scoring. And if Montreal's doing things right, they don't have the horses to keep up with a lot of teams. They're gonna just try to slow things down. So this total five and a half makes a complete sense. We get a goal early, and you see one nothing. You know, maybe with a few minutes left before that first intermission, maybe take a shot with the under live, but definitely gonna be uh, on that draw. And I'm grabbing it at FanDuel too at that plus four forty.
1: That that definitely, I mean, and again with the Islanders, they just need one point. That's what makes the setup for the draw bet even better tonight in this hockey game. If the Island, if it's tied late in the third period, Islanders aren't taking chances. They're not pressing to take the lead late in the third period. They don't need to. One point gets the job done. One point clinches the playoffs tonight uh, for the New York Islanders. So uh, that makes that draw bet even more appealing when you look at the way this uh, playoff uh, uh, permutation, if you will, permutation, if you will, sets up for uh, the New York Islanders tonight. All right, next up, it's the uh, second of the three games tonight, and it's the first of the TNT doubleheader tonight. Dallas Stars, St. Louis Blues. We've got Dallas minus 160 road favorites, six the total, uh, shaded to the over uh, in this one. Uh, The uh, Dallas Stars, of course, still in a uh, closely contested, hard-fought battle uh, with the uh, Colorado Avalanche for first in the Central Division. Looks like it's going to go right down to the wire. Of course, a huge favor done by Edmonton, for this Dallas team last night, beating Colorado in overtime, two to one. So two games left for the Stars uh, and uh, still just one point behind Colorado for first in the Central. So there is no doubt that the uh, division can still be won here for uh, the Dallas Stars uh, going into uh, this uh, game tonight against St. Louis. Uh, Joel Hofer, by the way, has been uh, recalled from the AHL. Of course, we saw him get a handful of starts. Uh, a little bit earlier this season for the uh, Blues. Uh, He will be in net tonight for St. Louis in this game. Dallas turning to Scott Wedgwood uh, here in net tonight and giving uh, Jake Ottinger uh, a rest, especially with Dallas uh, in action again, I believe, tomorrow night. Yes, they are at home against St. Louis, so it's a home-and-home with the Blues uh, to end this uh, regular season for Dallas. Ottinger will get that game. I wouldn't necessarily – I always used to think that you know, Wedgwood was this huge downgrade from Ottinger. And yeah, he's not Ottinger. There is a little downgrade, but Ottinger, uh, sorry, Wedgwood played well, you know, the last couple of starts, believe it or not that we have seen him in net. If you look at his recent outings, he made his last start came against uh, Nashville. Uh, it was just recently nine days ago. Uh, and it was a big game in the standings. Nashville was still battling for the playoffs at that time. Of course, they've been officially eliminated by the Winnipeg victory last night, but Uh, He played very well against the Preds. It was a 5-1 win for Dallas. He made uh, 26 saves on 27 Nashville shots, only gave up one goal. So Wedgwood's a capable guy. I mean, I I think it's unfair to say, you know, he's a bottom-tier backup. He's not. He's a capable goalie, and he played very well uh, in that uh, start he had against Nashville just recently. So I think there's enough in Dallas here to uh, get two points in this game against the uh, St. Louis Blues. So the way I'm going to approach this is I'm going to do a split bet with – Dallas minus one and Dallas in regulation uh, here in this game. And uh, because that way, you know, if this game does go to overtime uh, and they win in overtime or a shootout, you know, at least we'll get a push on the half portion of the bet that's minus one, which is, by the way, plus 100 even money uh, for the Stars, uh, minus one plus 100. And we'll also split it up with that uh, regulation price, also uh, plus 100 here uh, in this game. Just in case, you know, it's a one-goal victory in regulation. Uh, You'd like to have that uh, security uh, for sure uh, to have the regulation bet. And again, if it goes to overtime or a shootout, you know, you'll at least uh, and Dallas wins, you'll at least push on the minus one portion. So I'm going to do a split there with Dallas and reg and Dallas minus one at plus 100. Alex stars blues.
0: Yeah, I'm doing the exact same thing. And for those who may not have who may have books that don't uh, have the minus one available, you can search in your props, like if you'll see NHL props, like, for example, bet online, and you can pick margin of victory. So you just want Dallas Stars by one, uh, and that will include overtime in the shootout. So uh, that's something I wanted to kind of make a note of, because I know you've been talking about these plays uh, the last couple of days. Looking for that minus one we talked about, you know, we've seen the empty net goals go in. So sometimes you can, you know, cash you a little plus profit if you think the game's going to fully go into regulation, but you also secure a little bit of a push and a return back if it does go to OT, so uh great strategy there. And I like Dallas, except to win this game. You know, Wedgwood's not that big of a, of a drop-off, you know, especially against the St. Louis team that I just can't imagine is going to come out even looking uh, with, you know, 50% effort in this contest. You know, they seem like they're just pretty much done here. So Dallas needing points, wanting to, you know, uh, just keep their momentum rolling in a positive direction, outside uh, with Dallas here in regulation. So Dallas regulation, and I'm going with basically – for mine, it will be Dallas to win by one, not exactly minus one uh, in the margin of victory scale, because that's a plus price, too, as I'm seeing it, like plus 350. I, I lean to the over here, too, a little bit, but
1: on the series history, we've seen five straight games go under the total head to head between the uh, Dallas Stars and St. Louis Blues. So, you know, to me, that's that's probably going to keep me off that uh, total. Just stick with the uh, Dallas uh, looks here for the minus one and the uh, even money. Dallas minus one plus 100 and in regulation as well uh, at uh, plus 100. As far as props go for uh, this game, uh, look, I'm telling you what, this guy with the uh, incredible uh, ability to turn his game on at the right time of year, Joe Pavelski, man, unbelievable. Uh, Six goals in his last seven games. Uh, What does he have in terms of points during that span? Nine points uh, in the last seven games for Joe Pavelski uh, for the uh, Dallas Stars. I mean, he's just been terrific. And this is what you get from him. The bigger the games, the better he plays. He steps up. He elevates every single year. You never have to question, Alex, what you get from Joe Pavelski in big-time games, important games, at playoff time, close to playoff time. He always delivers, and man, has he uh, turned his game on at the right time once again. uh, So any props involving him to score a goal is plus 220 point prop. A little pricey, minus 165, but it probably gets there. Uh, definitely, you got to look at uh, Pavelski right now. There's yeah. no question about that uh, as far as props go tonight for the uh, Dallas Stars. Even Jamie Ben with points in three of the last four games, he's been stepping his game up. Uh, Jason Robertson, of course, it goes without saying. Of course, with him, you probably want to take the over uh, 1.5 points if you're going to bet him because the uh, point prop on its own will be too expensive, but you can go over 1.5 points at plus 180. Uh, I could see that. Robertson to get a goal, plus 136. Again, he's been scoring in bunches. You know, this is a game where I wouldn't get too cute. You know, I always say look for the bargain bin, look for the bargain bin with your player props. Now stick with the big guns in a game of this magnitude. You know, as you're trying to win a division. Pavelski, Rope Hints is another one. Yep, no doubt he came back from injury just, I believe, a couple of games ago. And I believe since he's been back, he's also been starting to light the lamp again for the uh, Stars. Yeah, one goal, three assists in his second game back against uh, Detroit the other night for four points. So, yeah, Hints, Pavelski, Robertson, Ben. You know, don't overthink it, don't overcomplicate it. If you're gonna look at someone down the lineup, it's our probably my guy Wyatt Johnston, the nineteen year old rookie who's had one hell of a season, uh definitely might be look worth a look for some props there. I will give you one for St. Louis as well, uh, in this game because he's on a little bit of a heater right now for the Blues. Uh Justin Falk, you know, from the blue line has points in three straight games and has an assist for the blues from the back end uh in three straight games. We've talked about for a while how he's been shooting the puck quite a bit. So He's only plus 116 to get a point uh, in this game tonight and plus 175 to get an assist. And again, he's on a three-game point and assist streak for the Blues. So pretty good price there, pretty good odds as far as that goes. Braden Shen as well. Uh, He's been on a nice run for the uh, St. Louis Blues in these last few regular season games. Uh, Four consecutive game uh, point scoring streak and four straight games with an assist as well. Uh, For Braden Shen of the Blues, his point prop is only minus 135 and the assist prop plus 130 uh, here for Braden Shen tonight in this game. And again, he's a guy that's gone a four game point and assist streak going into tonight. So Actually, a really good prop game. Some really good streaks. Some really good prices. Uh, definitely uh, worth a look here uh, in this so, game tonight.
0: And, and want to mention one thing. Keeps in the chat uh, brought. Uh, yeah, but this line you can definitely do the old way of creating a minus one of of splitting uh, half money line and half on the one and a half to create that minus one line. Just that when you start talking about bigger favorites you may not be able to get much value in in blending those two. So that's why that uh, win-by-one margin bet is sometimes a a better option. So in this case, yes, you could totally split half on the minus 160, half on whatever the puck line at one and a half and and create your own uh, minus one. line. Yeah, exactly.
1: There's definitely a bunch of different ways uh, you can go about it, uh, no question, uh, here uh, in uh, this uh, game tonight. All right, that's the uh, first two games. We've got one more game on tap here for this Wednesday card. Shout out to everyone watching live on YouTube. Hit the like button. We appreciate it. And our podcast listeners, thanks for tuning in as well. We'll be back to talk San Jose Calgary, the Calgary Sternums, one more time uh, this season uh, in just a moment, right after we hear
0: from uh, from Coat. Support for the Ice Guys is brought to you by Gramco. Whether you or your team's game is on the field, screen, racetrack, court, or the ice, Gramco is for the game. Grown by farmers who spent years developing premium hemp genetics, Gramco provides customers with consistent quality Delta 8 THC products ready for any occasion. Gramco currently offers numerous Delta 8 products, including vape cartridges, disposable vapes, pre-rolls, gummies, wake-and-bake coffee, and more. Gramco offers an enjoyable legal high delivered discreetly and directly to you. Gramco is also available at many American retailers as well. You can get the best Delta cannabis products on the market shipped quickly and discreetly from Gramco. And if you visit www.thegramco.com, use promo code ICEGUYS, you will get 20% off of every order. And any order that's on the site over $50 will be shipped free with standard shipping. So live Elevated with Gramco and check out their wonderful Delta 8 products today.
1: All right, it is time for our final game on this Wednesday slate. It is the San Jose Sharks and the Calgary Flames. Uh, Calgary minus 250 home favorites, uh, six and a half the total in this game and a couple people were joking on the, a uh, bet cast last night, although I think they were being half serious as well, it would just be such a Calgary flames way to end the season to go out and blast San Jose seven to one tonight. It really would, you know, with all the pressure off, uh, you know, the, uh, now that they're out of the playoffs, watch them all rally together tonight for one of their better games of the season. You know, now that they're loose as a goose and uh, they know they're out of it, they're resigned to golfing after tonight. So, uh, definitely uh, a situation where uh, I think if you, uh, um, You know, we look at this game here with the Sharks and the Flames. I don't think it's a foregone conclusion that the Flames are going to lose. My initial thought was you can't lay minus 250 with Calgary. And I'm still not laying minus 250 with Calgary. No way. Uh, Obviously, after they just got their hearts ripped out and their playoff uh, hopes come to an end. But you have to also keep in mind that San Jose, you know, isn't playing well. San Jose is kind of playing out the string. This is the final home game for the Flames. Not that, you know, they they might still be just so crestfallen missing the playoffs. They don't even care about rising up for one last great effort tonight. But with some of the lineup decisions we've seen here from the uh, Calgary Flames tonight, you know, you're certainly going to get effort from some of the guys because they've. I, one thing I'll say about Calgary's lineup that they're putting on the ice tonight, and obviously, you know, with the playoffs officially not going to happen for them, Uh, You're going to see a few new faces in the uh, lineup, most notably Matthew Coronado. Uh, You know, they're a college uh, signee. Uh, They just signed him to that three-year ELC uh, contract uh, on Sunday, of course. uh, Ended up having a great season in college with Havid uh, down there in the uh, college uh, hockey ranks. 38 goals, 72 points, and 68 games for him. Uh, at Harvard, uh, he will make his Flames debut tonight. Looks like he will play on the third line for uh, Calgary tonight with Nazem Kadri and Jacob Peltier. Uh, Dubé, Lindholm, Toffoli, Huberto, Backlund, Mangiapane uh, remaining the uh, top four uh, in the uh, lineup tonight for the uh, top two lines, I should say, for the uh, Calgary Flames. Looks like all the defensemen are... There's nobody resting. Uh, it's going to be uh, Dustin Wolf as well, making his NHL debut uh, for the uh, Calgary Flames. And if anybody knows anything about Dustin Wolf and knows their prospect food chain, they know this guy is, could be the future uh, in uh-huh. net for the uh, Calgary Flames, much like we're talking about Devin Levi uh, in Buffalo. Uh, this guy could be the future in net for the Calgary Flames. Uh, he's been brilliant with the Calgary Wranglers, uh, their AHL affiliate as well. Uh, his numbers down there are absolutely sick. Uh, he's been absolutely sensational. 41 and 11. Win loss record down there, and a 9.32 save percentage with the Wranglers in the AHL, and apparently the Calgary Wranglers, from all indications, have a chance to make a deep playoff run uh, in the AHL this year in that Calder Cup playoffs. So this is one of those deals where Dustin Wolf's going to make his NHL debut tonight with the Flames, and that's right back to the Wranglers after this uh, to see if he can lead this team on a long deep AHL playoff run uh, here tonight for the uh, for the Wranglers. So. Uh, you know, don't be surprised if he can play, if he plays well here, uh, this is a very talented young goalie. He's been excellent down there. Uh, I think this is more, you know, with some goalies, when they get called up Tarasov, you know, they, they, they don't, you know, they can't deal with the NHL yet. They struggle. I think this is going to be more like Levi for Buffalo and more like uh, Joseph wall uh, for Toronto, where, you know, I think this guy could come in here and play very well. You know, he's got that kind of pedigree and he's got that kind of long-term upside. So, I'm really torn now on what to do with this game. I kind of want to bet over uh, as well, because I think it's going to be just an up and down affair. You know, I I don't think there's going to be a whole lot of defense. Certainly you're not seeing it from San Jose right now. And Calgary, the fear is always 40 shots on goal and two goals or less scored. Right. We always say that about Calgary, but against San Jose, man, they've got to be able to, I think, find some, a little bit more offense you would think uh, in this game. And I do remember Alex, just recently, they played each other here in Calgary. Uh, Sharks and Flames uh, late in the regular season. March 25th, it was just a couple weeks ago, 5-3 final score for Calgary. It ended up going over the total. There's been three straight overs in the series history. I'm still going to bet it, you know, even with my concerns about Wolf playing well tonight, uh, and that uh, I think San Jose is just awful defensively right now. You look at what the Sharks are doing. Uh, it's been terrible. They give up six to Winnipeg, six to Edmonton, six to Colorado. They give up 18 goals in the last three games combined. I know Calgary's not the offensive potency of those teams but my goodness the sharks can't keep the puck out of their own net right now so i'm going to go with over six and a half and maybe i sprinkle on the draw because i don't want to lay 250 with calgary not at all but i don't really want to go with san jose now knowing they've got this youth movement they got wolf and net uh, and you know and i don't see enough quality out of san jose to take them either so over six and a half maybe a sprinkle on the draw here as well and you can get that by the way at uh, plus Four ten. Why not? I mean, we have seen uh, Calgary play, what, two straight games beyond regulation, three in their last uh, six games, so it's still got a possibility we see beyond 60 minutes tonight. Alex, uh, what do you think here? Uh, San Jose, Calgary, a very this fascinating is, game to handicap.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's going to be a fun game. It's, a, it's been a fascinating game to handicap, and it'll be a fun one to watch for sure. This is definitely uh, a game I would recommend a lot of people to watch tonight. Uh it's probably the best game to watch on the board. Even though the obviously the Islanders and Habs, that game has the most importance. But this game is going to be a ton of fun. Dustin Wolf is the truth. This kid is you you said about his numbers 41-11 this year, but if you add his numbers last year, he's 76, 18, and 9 the last two seasons. Because they were in Stockton last year, now they're in Calgary this year. Wow. Uh the the, you know, the Wranglers have been a, a wagon all season long. If if any book which would be hard to find. If you could find AHL Futures, I'd probably take a shot with Calgary to win the Western Conference and the Calder Cup this year. Uh, they're loaded. And with these kids coming up and now with Wolf getting a shot with the big club, which, uh, you know, Jacob Markstrom, you know, maybe maybe get a real estate agent on the line because this kid might take his job at some point, honestly. If anybody's seen my charts on Patreon, Dustin Wolf has been ranked the highest third-string goalie in the, in the league all year long. He's, he's better than most backups that are in the NHL right now um uh, this price is warranted you can't lay 250 but the way i'm going is first period puck line uh with calgary laying the half a goal i got plus 115 at uh points bet you can find plus 105 to 115 anything in that range is good and sh- shop around for dustin wolf saves over i got 23 and a half and laid a dollar 20 and now i'm seeing 24 and a half at even money either one is fine i think he has a great night and I think calgary rolls in this one Oh, that's uh, interesting. You know what?
1: I, I don't mind the wolf props. Look, uh, the question is, you know, the one thing Calgary often does is keep the shots against. They, they get the shots, not necessarily the opponent, but sure. And you look at San Jose last three games, 23, 23, 21. They're not exactly a high volume shot team lately, but. You know, it's um, it'll be interesting to see because if if there's ever a night, maybe Calgary's going to give up a little bit more. It's after they just got b- knocked out of the playoffs, so
0: and that's the thing. I expect a more relaxed Flames team at yeah. both ends. That's why so over makes sense. This could easily be a four three Calgary win. But I think we see about 35 shots going each way. Like I, said, I don't think this is going to be the, the typical Calgary lockdown on defense and then try to fire off as many shots as possible. I think we're going to see Calgary get more chances because they're going to be skating in deep. They're going to be able to play a more relaxed style. What we saw from them at the beginning of the year, basically, is what I, I think we are kind of see here. So I think that lends itself to more shot attempts for San Jose and more saves for Wolf.
1: Yeah, that's a good comment, Rich, too. Calgary is the new Lucy with the football that Charlie Brown keeps trying to kick. Yeah, that's right. You know, pretty much uh, that's what we've been seeing from them. Uh, not a lot of finish to all the shots and all the chances that they've had all year. And again, the overtime and shootout losses just absolutely uh, crushed them this year uh, in terms of their playoff chances. Way too many of those extra points they missed out on. Uh, because of overtime and uh, shootout losses. But you know what I think? I, another thing I think this over is why I think the over t- is a good bet. And Wolf could play well and still give up two, three goals because this is his first NHL start. He's going to be good, but is he going to shut you out? The first start he has, I don't know about that. And I think you're going to see a big track meet, though, because the one thing about Calgary now is they've got a faster lineup tonight. You bring in Coronado. You've got uh, Peltier back in the lineup. You've got now a little more speed in your lineup, which this team has been criticized not having enough of it uh, this season. So it should lead to a little bit of a faster pace just based on the team that Calgary's icing tonight.
0: Yeah, if if you're someone who – and I know we got skis picks in the chat and a Perlow – if you're someone who looks at goalies and look at these saves props, get a look at Dustin Wolf tonight and really watch him because if he does get a a chance to stick around with the big club next year full-time – He's definitely going to be a guy I think that we can bet some of these over props with. This guy, is, he's, he's solid. He, he's, one of the, he's one of the best goalies I've seen in quite some time. Uh, I have him ranked pretty high, so uh, I'm really excited for this game.
1: I concur. I concur. Everything we've seen about him in the, in the uh, minors the last couple seasons in the AHL is that he is, he's phenomenal. He's, he's been phenomenal down there, uh, and will he keep it uh, going here? The pride of Gilroy, uh, California. Uh, Dustin Wolf uh, making his NHL uh, debut tonight. Uh, looking forward to it. It's the second TNT uh, game tonight, by the way, Sharks and Flames. So not only is it his NHL debut, but it's going to be – and he's an American, of course. So national TV in the States on TNT. So what a way uh, to make – Who's calling NHL that game? Debut. You know?
0: Yep. Yeah. What was that you, know what's calling, you know what's calling the game?
1: Um, let me just see in terms of uh, Flames and uh, Sharks. I, I know why you're asking. I, I totally understand why you're asking because <laughs> – uh, you know that uh, the Shark, play by play voice, is Randy Hahn. And you do know that he has stepped in and called some games for TNT uh, in, yeah. the, uh, playoffs, uh, in the playoffs in the past. But I don't think he's done any in the regular season. But that doesn't mean he can't start tonight. I get where you're going. I'm going to see if I can find out that okay. information. I'll look that up while we run our next ad okay. here for the yeah. And I will see <laughs> if I can get an answer to that question. But in the meantime, great stuff. Uh, that's your Wednesday card. Uh, We appreciate it. Uh, Hit the like button. We appreciate it very much. You know what I'm also going to do? A couple little small bets on goal props for Coronado in his debut and also Peltier. Uh, Peltier to me, uh, these are guys that are going to be a big part of the future of the Flames, especially offensively. Uh, I think they're going to be loose, relaxed, so uh, why not take a shot here? We don't have goalie uh, confirmations yet for San Jose uh, in this game. We assume uh, Kockinen because he's projected, but Nothing confirmed there uh, at the moment as of yet. And one thing I would look at, too, in this uh, game here, and, uh, you know, I know he's gotten the milestone, 100 points. That was a big part in betting the Carlson props, but he still may want to, you know, tack on a few more here at the end. So, you know, maybe look at more Carlson props tonight for uh, San Jose uh, in this one. But uh, we'll get to best bets in just a second. Hit the like button. Uh, We appreciate it very much. Patreon.com slash ice guys, just $10 a month. Uh, Check it out. Goalie charts, totals, charts, power ratings. Uh, daily Ice Guys show betting card, bonus content, and more. Sign up and subscribe. Patreon.com slash Ice Guys, just $10 a month.
0: Also, check out the Ice Guys store, ice iceguys.myspreadshop.com. We got hoodies, we got t-shirts, we got caps. It's 87 degrees here in Minnesota, so I'm going to wear my Ice Guys t-shirt later on if I go outside. uh Grab one now, iceguys.myspreadshop.com.
1: It's a great time of year. The weather's finally warming up, although it's not going to be yeah. this warm uh, after this week here too, but uh, at least we're getting a taste of it here uh, in the uh, middle of April, and there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, all right, best bets to wrap up the uh, show. There's nothing wrong with best bets last night. Man, it was a clean sweep, 3-0. and Alex's two best bets, including the big Jack Hughes last goal hit at plus 850, and my best bet, so a 3-0 sweep with best bets last night. We'll see if we can deliver an encore tonight with best bets coming right up right after we hear from Manscaped. Support for the Ice Guys is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package, the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 7 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you, 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the promo code ICEGUYS. That's promo code ICEGUYS at manscaped.com. If my math is correct, it's about 14 million balls that you can preserve. The Performance Package 4.0 is the complete accessory package to take care of everything that is required. You've got, of course, the lawnmower 4.0 takes care of your facial hair. Uh, and among other things, uh, you've got, of course, the Weed Whacker. I'm approaching 40. Nose hair has become a major issue. It pisses the hell out of me. I need to take care of that shit. And the Weed Whacker can help you do that. Both of these products waterproof and a 4000K LED spotlight for a more precise shave. And you'll also be able to take care of those delicate areas with the ball toner, with the ball deodorant. Keep you smelling good, looking good, and feeling good down in the nether regions. This complete performance package 4.0. We'll take care of everything for you, for all you guys out there. And it's courtesy of our good friends at manscaped.com. So get 20% off and free shipping with the promo code ICEGUYS at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. And use promo code ICEGUYS. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the
0: job with Manscaped. All right, and yes, we can
1: can confirm that it's Kapokakkanen in net for the uh, San okay. Jose Sharks tonight uh, in yeah. uh, that game. And we do have our announcers confirmed for uh, tonight. It's going to be uh, Kenny Albert, Eddie Olczyk, Keith oh. Jones for Dallas wow. versus St. Louis. Uh, and the late game is going to be Alex Faust, Darren Pang, and uh, Jen Botterell. So okay. there you go, right. the uh, Flames and the uh, Sharks. Uh, so Wonderful. there you go. And I knew Brendan Burke, they were going to give Brendan Burke the night off tonight because they want Brendan Burke and, you know, they arranged it with the Islanders that, hey, this is the final home game and final, I think, game of the season, too, for the Islanders. They want Brendan Burke calling that locally with uh, Butch Goring. So yeah. uh, there you go. That's why Brendan Burke is off TNT duty tonight. Uh, but uh, Alex Faust is a great replacement. Uh, yes. And he's calling the Calgary-San Jose game tonight, uh, yeah. later. So no Randy Hahn. So that's – <laughs> That was the big fear. And Banger's yeah. just Banger's just this ray of sunshine, this light. Uh, yes. He is he's awesome. it's just bundle of joy, you know. That's what Darren Pang is. Every he's just wonderful. I mean, he's just he all, never negative. It's always positive. Always yeah. good, good vibes, positivity, having fun, uh exciting the list, entertaining. Yeah, Darren Pang's great. Darren Pang yeah. did a great interview, by the way, on Missing Curfew this week with Scotty Upshaw and oh, Shane oh, O'Brien. Dude. Their show's very good too. I know Spit Chicklets is number one. It's uh, probably always will be, but Missing Curfew is a good show too. And yeah. Pang did an in studio interview on there, and it was it was great. Really. I'm to to check that out. Yeah. yeah, and you can tell he's just a salt of the earth guy, uh panger. Yeah. Uh and uh yeah, just a, nothing but great things to say about him. You can tell he's a legitimately good guy uh, yeah. when you see him and hear him. All right, best bets uh to wrap up the show. Alex, we'll start
0: with you. What do you like for uh Best Bet? Perfect. Well let's just stick with that game, San Jose and Calgary. I know we've been calling them the Calgary sternums for weeks and weeks, but now I think we're going to call them the Calgary Wolves tonight. I like Dustin Wolf to uh, get this team rocking and rolling for the you know finale. I mean, obviously, you know they're going golfing after this. But like I said, watch out for those Wranglers in the AHL. Uh, for this play tonight, best bet, we're going to go with Calgary first period puck line, laying the half a goal. We'll go plus 115. I mean, hey, we went plus 115 on the first period puck line last night. It worked out well, so why not double it up again? Let's go Calgary first period puck line. That is my Wednesday best bet.
1: All right, Calgary uh, minus a half in the uh, first period for uh, Alex B. Smith, plus 115 or so with uh, Calgary in the first period here against San Jose for uh, best bet. I'm telling you what, if Darren Pang were with us on the BetCast last night, I know for a fact that once we hit that Jack Michael, uh, Jack Michael's, Jack Eichel, Not Jack Eichel, Jack Hughes, sorry. I've got all these Jacks. Jack Eichel's the Edmonton announcer. Jack Eichel. (laughs) Jack Hughes. You are like me me yesterday
0: getting Jack and Luke confused now. (laughs) I know.
1: Jack Hughes. There we go. I know for a fact. With us hitting Jack Hughes last goal plus 850. If Darren Pang somehow were on the bet cast last night with us, as that happened, we'd get a holy jumping. Yep. Uh, I, I, I knew we would. Definitely. Uh, we would definitely get a holy jumping out of Darren Pang for that. Uh, all right. Uh, best bets here for the, me on this uh, Wednesday card. Uh, I am going to go with the, uh, I'm going to go with that Sharks Flames over uh, six and a half minus 120. I like it. It is my favorite play on this card. Uh, Sharks Flames over six and a half uh, minus 120. Uh, I expect a loose atmosphere. Um, Dallas is considered that as a best bet, too. I do like that one quite a bit, the Stars. But I'm going to go with San Jose Calgary. uh, Over 6.5, minus 120 uh, for my best bet here for this Wednesday card. Uh, Holy jumping, another great show uh, here on the uh, Ice Guys. Although Eddie Olczyk might reprimand me because, you know, I'm taking uh, Darren Pang stuff Uh, like uh, Leah (laughs) Hexball apparently uh, did. uh, Look, I didn't even know. Uh, before we wrap up, I will talk about this briefly. I didn't even know it happened because I didn't didn't watch the part of Arizona, Seattle that night on the ESPN plus broadcast when she did that uh, on the one goal, the, Hey, Hey, what do you say? And I also, even though I was watching a lot of Chicago and Seattle on Saturday night, I also didn't have the audio on for that moment when Eddie Olcha kind of said, you know what, you know, give, you know, you can say uh, imitations, the sincerest form of flattery, but if you're going to, you know, use someone's goal call, just give them credit for it. That's all, you know, <laughs> that kind of thing. And yeah, yeah, I mean, that was, yeah. Eddie just mentioned it over the air. Like yeah, extra. and the thing is with Forslund's call, it's not so much that someone else used, it used it. It's that that's a personal call for Forslund because yeah. it's something his dad said to him and his dad, of course, lost him at a young age. And, uh, that's why he incorporates the, Hey, Hey, what do you say? And, uh, that's uh, what Eddie was hinting at. That if you're Leah Hexal, at least mentions this great announcer of the Kraken, John Forslund, his famous trademark call. Is she didn't say anything, all she th- she just used it and didn't even say a l- dick about John Forslund. And I think that was the issue with Eddie with it.
0: Yeah, it's, I mean it's unwritten code. And I, I mean even with the with giving the credit, this is unwritten code. This some things you don't say if you're if you're a baseball announcer and you're saying holy cow, or you can put it on the board. Yes, it's like no. You can't do that. Those aren't your calls. So I, I kind of do get that. That some things are just like you said, personal state, and Especially when you think about the how personal that particular saying is for Forslund, like I said, with the uh, you know his father involved and stuff too. Yeah, it's just that's just to stay away. So it's a, you know I'm not swinging a miss for Leah all. I
1: know another reason. Just <laughs> keep her in the between the benches. All right, she actually does a solid job with that. Uh, yeah, just let's let's end the play by play experience with her. Let's just keep her in between the benches there. She can do this the reporting and she's actually decent at that. Um, and that's the way it should be, uh, moving forward. Um, but, uh, yeah, another faux pas, unfortunately for, she just can't get out of her own way when it comes to this play by play gig. Uh, it just, uh, another thing seems to happen, but, uh, nevertheless, uh, great stuff. Great Wednesday show, uh, hit the like button on the way out. We appreciate it. A reminder, the ice guys is live seven days a week, Monday to Friday, 2 PM Eastern, Saturday and Sunday, noon Eastern. If you can't watch the show live, download the ice guys podcast in audio form on all major podcast platforms, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and more. Download the Ice Guys podcast when you can't watch the show live. For Alex P. Smith, I'm Ian Cameron. Have a great Wednesday night. Enjoy the games and good luck. And we will talk to you again tomorrow on Thursday for another edition of the Ice Guys presented by National Hockey Now.